An entitled Karen demands that her internet gets fixed right away. And despite there being a dangerous hurricane currently going on, this entitled Karen won't take no for an answer. Here's what happened. So first, let me give you some background. I work for one of the big internet service providers here in the United States. And I take incoming calls from people having issues with their internet as well as their phone. Throughout my time with this company, we'll call it ISP for short, I have unsurprisingly encountered many entitled people over the phone. However, some truly do tend to rise above the others. To get you a setting for this one, this occurred a few years ago during Hurricane Florence that swept through South Carolina. Now, I may have been naive at the time, but I figured that during the storm, we wouldn't get many calls from people who were actually in path of the storm. Rather, I was expecting more calls from people who were on the outskirts who might experience some issues. However, much to my surprise, the vast majority of people who would call in were those in the storm as it was landing. This story did details one of those calls when I dealt with one of the most entitled Karens I've ever had to deal with. So I answer the call just like normal and I say, thank you for calling ISP. How can I assist you today? The entitled Karen says, yes, I am calling because all my services are out. What kind of business is ISP running? I respond back and say, I'm terribly sorry to hear that. We definitely want to get this resolved for you as soon as possible. What's your address so I can look up your account? This entitled Karen gives me her address and I instantly know it's due to the storm that is literally just landing on the coast. I look up the account just to confirm, and indeed, they are in an outage. I try to explain by saying, well, ma'am, it seems to be you are in an outage due to the hurricane that's going on. I don't care about your excuses. I just want my stuff fixed right now. My babies need something to do to keep their minds off of what's going on outside. At this point, I was dumbfounded by what she was saying. I said, ma'am, there's a hurricane going through your area area as we speak. And with the damages it is causing, we do expect loss of service. I am so sorry that this is happening, but there is nothing we can do right now. Despite the fact that this Karen was in the middle of a hurricane, she simply would not accept the truth. This is absolute garbage. You need to send someone out here right now. At this point, I needed some clarification because I asked, excuse me, are you actually asking us to send someone out to your home right now during a hurricane? She says, don't make me repeat myself. My babies need their internet and TV to work. What are we even supposed to do during this? I continue on by saying, well, ma'am, we are not sending someone out to you. There is a state of emergency and people were supposed to evacuate. We will not be sending someone into your area until the storm has passed. The entitled Karen then claims that they already did evacuate and that they're currently staying at their second home, which is a little bit more inland. So at this point, I'm thinking I had looked up the wrong account, even though she had given me that address. So I asked for the other address. Her second home home is right on the shore, and the one she is staying in is only about 30 minutes inland. So I said, ma'am, I see that you are only 30 minutes away from the shore. This is still an area we expected to more than likely be out since the hurricane was going to be hitting your area. Once again, we cannot and will not be sending someone out until after the storm passes. I then put on a very stern and serious voice and said, ma'am, there is a hurricane. At this point, I heard silence for a moment on the other side, thinking I had finally gotten my point across. However, this entitled Karen said the most entitled and honestly dumbest thing I have ever heard in my life. Well, there may be a hurricane going on, but that is not my problem. That is ISP's problem, and you need to send someone out here right now. If you 
don't send someone out right now, I will just have to talk to your supervisor. At this point, I had had enough. Plus, she said the magic words. I gladly tell her I will get someone on the line so they can talk further. I get the call to someone in my leadership team, and lo and behold, we didn't send out some poor guy just to try and fix her services in the middle of a hurricane. This original poster had a lot more patience than I would have had. This entitled Karen was actually demanding that someone would drive out in the middle of a hurricane just to fix her internet, as if she's some super VIP person. How out of touch with reality do you have to be to allow that to be your reaction when you don't get your way? I mean, that's unbelievable. Really crazy stuff, and good for this original poster for laying down the law. I am stuck choosing between my girlfriend and my dream career, and I simply don't know what to do. So my girlfriend is 21 years old, and I'm 22, and we've been together for almost two years. Through the relationship, she has made it very apparent that she wants to move from North America to Europe. She even had ideas on where to live and what career she could pursue when she gets there. And personally, I love that idea. I've always wanted to move to Europe and live there. So as I figured out my life goals and what career I wanted to go into, I knew it would need to be one that had options available in Europe. So I decided on a career that I'm very passionate about and have started my schooling. But this is the part where things get thrown into a loop. My girlfriend decided she wants to move three hours away from where we are now and buy a house and start her own business in a small town. I am all for her starting a business and following her dreams, but this is a very sharp turn from what she previously wanted. The area she's moving to has nowhere that I can use my degree or even find a job in the field I'm currently studying. She suggested that I just move up there with her anyways and work for her business. And I honestly don't know what to do now. I love her and I really did see a future with her, but now she's asking me to basically give up on my career and schooling just so I can work for her. This is the first time in my life I have found a career that I'm excited for. This field is something I really want to pursue, but it feels like I can either have my career or be with her. She is set on the area for where she is moving and starting the business, so there is no compromising on the location. She isn't making the move for another year or two while she gets the money together, so it's not an immediate thing. But if I don't make a decision, I could just make things harder and for lack of a better term, waste both of our time. So I guess what I'm asking here is what should I say to her? Do I give up on my career and be with her or follow my dreams and end the relationship? This is really bothering me and I feel like I'm at a complete loss. I don't want her to give up on her dreams, but I also don't want to give up on mine. What should I do? This is a really tough one because obviously it sounds like you really love your girlfriend and yeah, you want to be with her and spend some time with her. You even catered your career options to something that you could pursue while you're in Europe. That's a big deal. And you thought until very recently that that was going to be your plans, that you're going to go through school and together you're going to move to Europe. But now she took a right turn and said, nah, let's move to a small town and start a business. That is definitely very jarring. And the fact that you would be moving to a place that has no career options for you, especially in your field of study, is definitely hurtful. It seems like she did not put you in mind when it comes to the equation of moving to a small town and starting a business. She put herself first and decided, hey, this is what I want to do. And in a lot of ways, that's a little unfair for you because now you got to make this really weird decision. And so I totally get where you're coming from and I can see where the apprehension is coming in. I think if I was in your shoes, I would talk to my girlfriend. I would say, hey, this is really not a good option for me. I would explain that I have career aspirations and goals myself and I don't want to just give those up out of nowhere. Maybe there's some kind of middle ground that you could both work towards. I think whatever you choose to do and whatever compromise would work between the two of you, I think there's really going to need to be some kind of conversation about this because you can't expect to just give up on your dreams all because your girlfriend suddenly says, hey, I'm moving to a small town and I'm 
up starting a business when your entire trajectory has been something different up until then. Because honestly, if I was in your shoes, looking back on my life, I'd be pretty upset if I gave up on my dreams just so I could pursue some girl I happened to be dating in my early 20s. I neglected the fact that my girlfriend needed some emotional support all because I was distracted with gaming. And now I'm not sure what to do. Last night, I was playing a decently fast-paced game with a group of friends when my girlfriend, who I'm in a long-distance relationship with, messaged me about being stressed due to an assignment she was given by a company she is hoping will hire her. I messaged her back for a while trying to make her feel better, but at one point, I was about to reply to one of her messages, and I got interrupted by the game and forgot to reply afterwards. After the game, I had to pick up a family member from a concert, and after which I was so tired, I pretty much fell asleep right afterwards and just went to bed. This morning, she messaged me asking why I left her on red, saying how I made her realize that I'm not the person she wants to share intimate details with. I went to read the messages from last night and realized how much of an idiot I had been by not really focusing on the conversation. And now I'm at a complete loss. To try and rectify the situation and to make sure this doesn't happen again, I already uninstalled the game from my PC and told my best friend I won't be playing with him for now because it simply is taking too much of my time and focus away from more important things like my girlfriend. Is there some way I could make this up to my girlfriend? I tried asking her if there was something I could do, but she understandably hasn't been reading my messages. To be clear, she needing my support isn't something that has happened super often, and usually it's been me who's needed emotional support, and she has always been there for me, which makes me feel even worse about what happened. What should I do? This is definitely a tough one, because I've been there myself where I should have been more attentive to my girlfriend's needs, but I completely missed the obvious hints, and I ended up making things worse for myself by not responding or even being involved sooner. So I totally understand where this original poster is coming from. So I think taking a step to try and limit your gaming is probably for the best. The reason being is that the original poster actually goes on to say that gaming has become such a big problem in their life. They stated that it's distracting them from doing other things like going to school and getting work done, and that they feel it's really hard for them to moderate how many times they play and how often. So if this is something that they need to limit, then I absolutely think that's a good idea. But that also begs the question of how can you gain your girlfriend's trust back? Because I think truly the issue isn't totally like, hey, you're playing games too much, but more so that you maybe are not as present in your girlfriend's emotional life as you may realize. I think if anything, just let this be a really big growing experience and push to be more involved in your girlfriend's life. And I don't think that involves any major changes in your life either. I think since you're taking a break from gaming, maybe take that time to spend your time with your girlfriend. Even if it's a long distance relationship, there's still lots of ways you can think of between the two of you that could be rewarding and beneficial to the both of you. I know what you mean when she says that she doesn't feel like she can share these things with you anymore. And I think if anything, I would just take that as a learning lesson and to gain her trust back as best you can. My girlfriend is seriously convinced that I'm faking my feelings for her to the point where she's thinking of breaking up with me. And I honestly don't know what to do. I'm a 23-year-old male and I met my 22-year-old girlfriend last September. We met online and immediately went on a date the next day. And honestly, we hit it right off the bat. The problem came a little while after we started dating. For some backstory, I had been an obese individual my entire life all the way up until 2020. I went through a drastic transformation in a year that brought me a lot of self-confidence, where I was able to look at myself worthy of dating someone for the first time in my entire life. Before this, I never looked at myself as a potential romantic interest to someone. Hence, I had almost no experience in flirting and a very minuscule level of confidence in myself. 
myself. I was often the bro around girls. After my first date with my current girlfriend in September, we started texting and calling very frequently. We grew close to each other slowly. Sometimes she tried to flirt with me in a suggestive way, but I was unable to participate fully with her. I never knew the right things to say and I was afraid I might say something awkward to ruin the experience and the conversation. Some months later, this went on and I got better with time, being able to flirt back as well as being a better boyfriend in general in our relationship. I told her that I liked her in November, which was two months after we met. We were both into it and we committed to being with each other in December. But the problem is, she often told me she felt she pushed me into being more flirty in the relationship and eventually this led her to believe that she was pushing me into the relationship. I tried my best in every possible way to reassure her that I wasn't being pushed into the relationship by any means. That even though I may have taken more time than she had liked to get used to flirting and everything else, I was fully enjoying and wanted to be a part of it. I loved her so much. Fast forward to now and for some time, I have been feeling that she's been very distant and wasn't very interested in any kind of activities or romantic gestures together. She didn't even want to hold my hand very often and didn't want to kiss in public. She finally was able to open up to me last week. She told me that she felt that all this was being manufactured and had significantly compounded to a point where she felt repulsed from my touch as well as my affection. She said she could not fight the internal thoughts that I was just putting on an act. She has been going through a rough patch lately, feeling in general very depressed, and this relationship trouble is no help to her either. She told me she still feels that she loves me and wants to work on this, but she has been dealing with a lot of hard times recently. I've tried to help her as best as I could. I've been supportive of her and I constantly reassure her, but none of it has worked. So now I'm here on the internet posting about this and I don't know what to do. I have tried everything. I cannot imagine losing the love of my life to something like this. I love her with all of my heart and I'm willing to put in whatever effort it could possibly take to make sure I help her. What should I do? Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
This is a really crazy situation because his girlfriend thinks that he's faking it. I mean, I can't imagine putting so much effort into a relationship as well as trying to show signs of affection just for them to claim that it's manufactured or fake. Like, that is so heartbreaking. So I really feel bad for this original poster. I think, if anything, it sounds like your girlfriend could really benefit from some kind of therapist. Depression can really skew your view of the world and it can literally make it seem like nobody loves you. But in reality, the boyfriend is there and he makes it so clear that, yes, I do love you and I want to be with you. So I think some professional help could really go a long way. Depression sucks and it really is not something fun to deal with, but you can deal with it. So hopefully your girlfriend can finally see that no, you do love her and that you're not just faking it like she's assuming. My girlfriend slapped me while I was pretending to be asleep and now I have no idea what to do. My girlfriend and I have been together for quite a while and she recently moved into my place but things have not been going well. We got into a very nasty fight this morning, but we worked it out and decided to apologize to each other in the afternoon. So after apologizing to one another, I thought everything was taken care of. However, she was still feeling a bit salty for the entire evening. I went to bed early because I had to wake up early while she stayed up late to watch TV. At some point in the night, she came into the room to try and sleep in bed. I heard her walking in and woke up. But for whatever reason, I pretended to be asleep. Because I was just planning on going back to sleep, I didn't think much of her coming into the room. And that is when out of nowhere, the slap happened. Out of absolutely nowhere, I felt the nastiest slap I've ever felt on my face. It came out of left field, and I couldn't even process what happened. My reaction was pretty stupid. I woke up and said, What is going on, babe? Was there a bug on me or something? Yes, I know it sounds pretty stupid, but I just responded to this slap on pure instinct. She said to me, Yeah, there was the bug. And eventually, we just kind of went back to sleep. I confronted my girlfriend the next day about her slapping me in my sleep, and I dropped the news on her that I was wide awake and that I was well aware that there absolutely was no bug on my face and that I know for a fact she slapped me for pretty much no reason out of nowhere. So I asked her straight up, why did you hit me in my sleep? She got nervous and told me that it was just a prank and that I shouldn't take it so seriously. Later she apologized to me, but not like she means it. More like when your mother makes you apologize for something dumb that you did and you're just saying sorry by default to get it out of the way. It definitely came off that way and I'm very, very upset about it. This is a deal breaker, isn't it? I mean, I've completely lost trust in my girlfriend. Who knows if she's ever going to slap me in my face again while I'm sleeping? Or worse, what should I do? She straight up slapped you in the face thinking that you were still asleep. I mean, how insane is that? What in the world was she thinking? Did she seriously think you were just not going to notice what was going on and think to yourself, man, my cheek hurts for no reason. Let's go back to sleep. I think the original poster already gets it, but yeah, this is a pretty big deal. She was more than willing to slap you in the face while she thought you were sleeping all over an argument that clearly she lost or something. I mean, you both apologize. You made up. What's the big deal here? There's no reason to slap someone in their sleep over that. That is not how you solve arguments. And if anything, it just made the whole situation a lot worse for her. So I would definitely take a good hard look at this relationship. She is literally willing to attack you at your most vulnerable state. And no, that was definitely not a prank. So best of luck getting that figured out and best of luck in getting a good night's sleep because who knows, she might roll up and slap you again. You never know. My husband has been dishonest about his finances, claiming that he doesn't have the money to pay for household expenses, despite the fact that I checked his credit card statement. And now I don't know what to do or how to tackle this situation. I'm a 32-year-old female and my husband is 32 years old. We've been married for three years and I make the majority of our household income and pay the lion's share of our bills. He has a set amount we agreed to pay bi-weekly in line with his payday to contribute. We keep our finances completely separate except 
except for this. Before moving here, he had never had a credit card and his parents were in serious debt. I told him to be very careful with his card, but that it was a good idea to have one to build up credit for himself, of which he previously had none. Over the years, he has abused that card horribly, even going as far as to increase his credit line against my advice. I also had parents who were massively in credit card debt, so I've known exactly how that feels. So I've never allowed myself to be in any kind of debt, and I'd like to think I managed my finances very well. Several months back, of his own volition, my husband came to me distraught and seeking advice because he had overdrawn his $7,500 credit card. He told me to take his card from him and that he was going to remove it from online accounts to prevent usage until he could pay it back down again. So, being the good wife that I am, I took the card and I hid it. Fast forward to today, and every once in a while, I check in with him just to ask and see how he's doing with paying that card down. He tells me he's doing well, and I've really been happy with the progress that he's making. But today, I found a credit card statement left open on his desk, and my curiosity took hold of me. He is almost maxed out on this card, and as of last month, he paid out more than he paid in. His list of charges include a gift card for his PlayStation, as well as several charges to restaurant takeout and food delivery apps. He has clearly not removed his card from any of these, and has even made attempts to hide his food purchases from me when I've gotten home from work. He spent over $200 on fast food last month alone, and this is the only month that I looked at. On the other hand, with our finances separated, I feel like I have no business interfering in them like this, but it is affecting our lives too. He is unable to pay for basic necessities like paper towels, or even shampoo or groceries sometimes, and I have to foot most of it instead. We need thousands of dollars in repairs to the house, and he has already told me he won't be in any position to contribute, so that will also entirely fall on me. This just doesn't seem fair, and I only found this out by snooping around. Am I in the wrong to be upset about this? How do I approach this when we've already talked about his spending issues multiple times? What should I do? Honestly, if I was in your shoes, I would be thanking my lucky stars that my finances were separate from my significant other. I mean, this kind of behavior is just not okay. This man is 32 years old. It's time to take a class at a community college or have some kind of intervention to explain, hey, our future is in jeopardy if you keep doing this. Because it really does start with small things like this, and then eventually he's got multiple cards open, and he can't pay off any of them. In case you're not aware, having credit card debt looming over you is literally a nightmare. I've dealt with that in the past, and it absolutely sucks. Because even when you're close to paying it off, there's always just a little bit more that you've got to pay. It really, really is unfair sometimes. But with healthy habits and proper restrictions in your life, you can keep things out of debt, like it is possible. But it sounds like this guy would rather spend money on gift cards for his PlayStation and spending over $200 on fast food every month. I mean, what is that all about? The fact that he can't take care of groceries or other necessities, you know, things that you actually need in your daily life, is a big red flag and something that definitely needs to be discussed. I think, if anything, he needs to be much more transparent about what he's spending his money on. A possible solution is looking at the statements every month with him and detailing what we should have bought and what we should not have bought. Maybe that will help him understand, hey, these small purchases really do add up. And if we eliminate these things, we might be able to save up for, I don't know, retirement? Because these habits definitely need to be broken. And he clearly needs to have some kind of restrictions on his cards. Otherwise, the debt is only going to go up and things are only going to get worse.
worse. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.